Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> change in the arrangement of who's on the stage because of the first lady's husband uh, contracting COVID. But uh, look at this room and what you see. Pardon? That's right. She's fine. Hey. The second lady, the first gentleman. How about that? Anyway. asked you about some reporting that my colleague here in Poland noticed. He recently spoke with the mayor of the largest border town who told him that the refugee system is essentially not set up for this, that it will collapse. It's an improvised system that can work for maybe two weeks, but not indefinitely. And I'm wondering what the United States is going to do more specifically to set up a permanent infrastructure. And relatedly, is the United States willing to make a specific allocation for Ukrainian refugees? And for President Duda, I wanted to know if you think, and if you asked the United States to specifically accept more refugees. Okay. <laughs> a friend in need is a friend indeed. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, it's okay. How embarrassing. These are the two idiots that are supposedly leading the country right now. Joe Biden saying the first lady's husband, which would be himself, uh, <laughs> got confused. And it was so bad that somebody on the side of the stage that you don't see had to call him out and tell him you're saying it wrong. What he meant to say was that Kamala Harris's husband has covid but he's okay, not Joe Biden. Now, I know you'd like to think that that was a simple slip-up. And if Joe Biden was, for the most part, sharp and on the ball all the time, then you, you, you let that one pass by, no big deal. Maybe it's just age or he was just having a moment. But since this is a consistent problem every time that he gives speeches, that somewhere or the other, some way or another, he ends up, fumbling what he has to say, saying the wrong things, remembering things incorrectly, he can't read what's on the teleprompter, it's a problem. Then there's the second in command who is just so socially awkward and just such a weird person that she doesn't even know how to react to things normally, and I spoke about this yesterday already, so I'm not going to go too into detail, but just having these awkward moments like she does and answers that she gives are, I hope, for her sake, some idiot scripted it for her, and they just know that she generally sounds that way, so they let her read it. I hope that's not what she's saying on the fly, because half the time what she's saying, she does some of the best dances around questions and not answering them, or she answers a question with a question, or she just talks about something just completely unrelated, and you have no idea what she's talking about, and ends up making her counterpart look like a rock star. But these are the two idiots leading the country. 
uh, Russia. <laughs> you know, we're always the one to be sanctioning people. And I guess it's now Russia's turn. So Russia decided to sanction uh, Joe Biden uh, <laughs> on Tuesday uh, with 11 others, including the Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, oh, and Biden's son, Hunter. They've all been sanctioned. You have some additional people in there. I, I found it comical that they gave it back. Part of their sanctions, I guess, they're not allowed to enter <clears throat> Uh, in the country, and there's some other stuff going on there, and it was a retaliation for Joe Biden not allowing Russian diplomats into the United States, so it's just like, it's just like two little kids having a pissing match, I mean, it's just uh, childish, uh, for sure, you know, you sanction me, I'm gonna sanction you, so now we're even, you can't come over here, we can't go over there, ah, okay, I mean, really, can we act like adults? Everything you guys do, everything you guys touch, it's just complete nonsense. Um, the war in Ukraine continues. Zelensky's asking for some additional help from the United States and other nations. Um, he's also admitted now that they are not seeking to be part of NATO. And maybe that will cool things off because that was one item that Putin was pretty stern about. He didn't want them as part of NATO for whatever reason. We're going to have to wait and see how this all plays out. Um, I, I don't know. There, there's still a lot a lot of debate on whether this is all just propaganda or not. Uh, for me personally, there is a, a lady that goes to the church that I'm in. Her family's in Ukraine. And from what she says, it's as real as it gets. Uh, they, they are being bombed. These things are happening. I don't know what Putin's true goal is here. I mean, we knew about the NATO thing. I know he wants to reclaim some land. It's got to be more than that. This seems to be a very large effort, if that's all it is. Uh, there may be something bigger to it. There's also some more behind-the-scenes alarming things that are coming uh, coming out. It's all derived from the war. It looks like since there's some financial sanctions where... Russia can't convert the ruble into American dollars, that they're in talks with Saudi Arabia, India, China, and they're talking about switching over uh, the acceptable currency to purchase petroleum, and that would have a massive impact on the United States. I don't know if that's by design or not. I don't know if uh, our government saw that coming or not, but that's going to be a big problem. There's also more indirect problems that are happening with Russia and Ukraine that are going to affect us directly as well, which is going to be food supply. Um, supposedly, they produce somewhere in the realm of 12% of the wheat that comes, wheat and corn that comes in, it goes out to the world, which means that we're going to have a problem here at home because if that's the case, there's going to be more food shortages and the cost of food is going to inflate up even higher. So groceries are going to get more expensive. Uh, there is a chain of events happening right now. Everything's unfolding all at the same time. It's a lot to pay attention to, but something that definitely you need to pay attention to because if there's going to be massive food shortages um, or you know, there's going to be food shortages and combination of the price being in excess of, uh, say, another 20% inflation on food, that's going to be a problem.
Yeah, that's going to be a problem for every average day American. Not not for the people, um, you know, on the upper level, not for the government, but it's going to be a problem for all of us here on the bottom, all the working class people. So definitely pay attention. It's sad that, you know, all these things we have no control over. We don't vote for this. Our opinions are not being listened to. It's very limited what we can do except for sit back and watch it unfold and just try the best we can to listen to trusted figures and voices, find out as much information as we can for ourselves, and try to, the best you can, get prepared to insulate yourself to brace for impact, because that seems to be what's coming. I know food shortages, at least here in Florida, and we're we're wide open. We've been wide open. You know, the, the shelves are funny. You know, it depends on the day. It depends on the week you're shopping. You go in some time, and there's no pasta. I mean, the pasta's wiped out, and then you go, there's no tater tots, or, yeah, I know, I know, and I'm only saying these things because that's what I see down here, and I'm shaking my head going, why the hell are people hoarding tater tots? They're not even shelf-stable. If you lose power, they're going to thaw out, they ain't no good. You know, I understand pasta, I understand um, shelf-stable items, I understand canned goods, which you don't see a real big run on canned goods. Uh, I understand water, I understand powdered drinks, things that will stay good and stay good for a long period of time, you know, some of them a year or more, they're going to stay good in there, and then you have them just in case. I get all that. I don't understand some of the items, so we haven't fully recovered from this as it is, and if some of these things uh, come to fruition, then it's going to be bad because since we haven't fully recovered, it's just going to continue to strain and get worse and worse. And, and, you know, they're going to do what they do. You know, imagine your grocery bill right now is already got to be on average, say 10 to 15% more than you were paying prior to this whole pandemic. And if you're going to add another 20% on top of that, what groceries are going to get for some people, almost, uh, you're going to be un unaffordable and you're going to start starving or you're going to start being real cautious with what you eat. I guess we're all going to have to go on a crash course diet. <laughs> I mean, I could stand to lose a few pounds, but there's a lot of people that they ain't got a lot to give up. <laughs> so that ain't going to be good for them. Hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully things will have a way. Uh, sometimes they have a way of working themselves out. Hopefully they will work themselves out. If not, you got to pay attention to everything going on around you and start, you don't got to go crazy. You know, I'm not a rich man, and I'm sure most people listening to this, you're not rich. So you get panicky, and you're like, I, financially, I just can't do all these things. And, and granted, I, I totally understand. But do some small stuff. You know, the big cans of Gatorade powder. You know, if you want to have some fruit drinks, it just requires water to mix it with. It's already pre-done sugar and all. You know, buy a can here or there next time you shop. Get some extra cans because they're cheap of vegetables and corn and stuff like that. Put them in your house. They'll never go to waste because in a disaster, they're always available. Or if we pass on by this as time goes by, you bust them open and eat them because they're good. They're still, they're still within their date. So be smart about it. Protect yourself the best you can. I'm certainly not telling you to go out and drop $10,000 on food today because I don't know what's how this is all going to play out in the end, but these are what is seen right now. This is what everybody's talking about. This is what potentially is coming. So better to be prepared than to just say, ah, it's going to be all right. And then you're out there fighting people for, you know, an uh, overcooked uh, grain of rice type deal. All right. Uh, Fauci, 
Mr. Fauci, you know what? He finally surfaced. It only took a little bit of time. Everybody's like, where's Fauci? Kind of like, where's Waldo? Where the hell's he at? Where's he been? You know, COVID kind of is on the, uh, on the decline for the most part. And Fauci has been MIA for at least a month and nobody's seen him. I mean, this is a guy that's used to being on television, I don't know, three times a day and he's nowhere to be found. Well, Mr. Fauci suggested that if Republicans take control of Congress, that they will target him, but uncover nothing, which we all know is a lie. Uh, He said it's Benghazi hearings all over again. According to the Washington Post, uh, they'll try to beat me up in public and there'll be nothing there, he said, but it will distract me from doing my job the way it is doing right now. Fauci, who has served as NIAD's director for more than three decades, has been uh, you know, under a lot of heat throughout the entire COVID pandemic because of all the leaks that we've been finding out, all of his emails, finding out that uh, things are leaked from the lab that he's trying to hide, so he hide information so that he doesn't get in trouble one of the senators that has been on him the most throughout this entire time has been Rand paul as he should be we should be getting to the bottom of this we should have all the information we should know exactly how covid was released on the world i mean i don't particularly care other than yes if you need to hold somebody accountable hold them accountable if it was an accident it's an accident just show that it was an accident these things tend to happen will there be some fines or maybe somebody will lose their job so be it um but the reason i don't really care is because when i look at covid i see the flu so to me it's like uh eh, whatever yeah i'm more upset that the government decided to take that opportunity to railroad all of us, to try to take our freedoms away, to shut down so many businesses. Those people need to be held accountable. Did Fauci mess up? Did he try to cover it up because he was scared of his position? Maybe. I can't say for sure. I don't know, but it's possible, (laughs) probably probable. Uh, But does it matter how it got out? Once it was out, it was out. It got out. You find out how it got out. Fauci loses his job. Maybe some other people in there do too. It is what it is. You lose your job. There it is. I'm sorry. It was an it was an accident. It got out. Uh, yes, we tried to hide it because we were scared. We're sorry. Okay, you lose your job. That's it. I mean, what more are they really going to do to you besides that? Uh, the biggest problem with COVID has always and still is that the government used it as their opportunity to steal as much freedom away from us as they possibly could. That's where I'm at with all that. Speaking of idiots in the government and people that need to be taken out, Senator Mitt Romney, people, please, can you vote this guy out? This is not a Republican. Romney, I I don't know, Utah, people, wake up. I don't know what he does in your state that you people keep voting for this idiot. He's got to go. Romney just joined his Democratic colleagues on the Health, Labor, Educational, and Pension Committee to approve a rule that keeps in place mask mandates for toddlers involved in a federal early learning program. People, kids, COVID doesn't even impact kids. All of us adults are walking around without them. It's so ridiculous. Look at the Kyle Irving situation. The guy's allowed to go to the stadium. He could sit with the crowd, no mask, no vaccine, sit with the crowd. He can eat. He can hug and high-five fans. He can hug his teammates and high-five them, but he can't play with them. 
<laughs> because of Eric Adams. You ain't allowed to play with him. Don't you dare play with him. You get, don't go to the locker room. Oh, yeah, but guess what? He actually still practices with the teammates, too. So, I mean, this is all ridiculous. And the fact that Romney would vote to keep masks on these poor little innocent toddlers, this man needs to be removed. Utah, hello, wake up. He is not what you think he is. There has to be a better alternative in Utah. You have to have an American-loving person of all states in Utah. Come on, Utah. Get with the program. Romney's got to go, and you guys got to make that happen. I'm not sure. I didn't check in before I uh, recorded this. I'm not sure if he's up for election in November or not. I don't know when his term runs out, but whether it's now or in a couple years or wherever it's at, he has to go. Utah, there's got to be somebody out there. If you're a young person listening to the sound of my voice, if you're an American-loving constitutionalist, get out there and run against him. Win and let's restore some dignity and some American pride in Congress. Unbelievable. Oh, women, you guys got to be excited, man. Oh, I, I mean, I was just touched. You know me, I was touched to death. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, USA's Today, USA Today, Woman of the Year. Oh, women, God, you guys got to love their selection. Rachel Levine, there it is. Men are better at everything than women, even being women. And I'm going to keep saying it till the end. Rachel Levine is being nominated to be U.S. Today, U.S. Uh, USA Today's Woman of the Year. I mean, uh, this is the world we are living in. I mean, what is that saying to any genetic little girl who aspires and dr- and dreams to do something huge in their life that they more than likely because of social justice warriors and because everybody's all in line, the news media and everybody's all in line with this new woke culture. What does that say to them about trying to achieve their dreams only to get really close to getting there and then you get beat out by not another woman, but a man playing a woman? (laughs) I'm really encouraging. Why the hell would you even try? What do you tell your poor children, to your poor little girls today to aspire to be a great athlete? Oh, you know what? They're going to get beat out by a biological male. I mean, women, they're taking all of this away from you. And if you are all about women's rights, this should be infuriating you. You should be out there rallying people, putting together protests. You should be calling representatives of USA Today. I mean, you we have to stand up as people and use our voices to go after these people and tell them how it is. This is not what we agree with. You can't be scared anymore. See, your silence is what's making them win. You can't be scared anymore to say how you feel. You can't hold it inside anymore. You have to stand up today, right now, starting right now. If you haven't in the past, it's very liberating. I'll tell you that right now. It's scary at first. I'm sure for some people, some people it's natural, but there are a lot of people. It's scary at first to stand up for yourself that way. But once you do it, it's very liberating because all of a sudden it's a whole new world. 
that fear is gone, and then that motivation and that drive kicks in that, no, I'm going to make sure this happens. You need to get out there and fight for yourselves because women, you guys are completely under attack. You are going to be erased erased from history at every facet, period. Whether it be sports, whether it be politics, whether it be Sports Illustrated for the most beautiful person, whether it be a women's beauty pageant, you're getting erased slowly but surely by biological males. You guys got to get it together. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not calling anybody out, but you need to organize. You got to get together and you got to stop all this nonsense. It's vital for who you are. You know, there are so many amazing women in the world that deserve those types of honors. They're exceptional, but because of this new woke society, they are losing out on an opportunity and an honor that they should have. Now, I'm not saying being on USA Today is a great honor because... Who cares about USA Today? It's just, in general, you know what I'm talking about. But it is an honor that they should achieve because they are truly working hard. They have stepped it up, and they are deserving of it. So get out there. Get together. It's very, very important that you guys start speaking out, even more than myself. For me, you know what they're going to say? Oh, look at the fat, Trump-supporting, bearded, uh, white supremacist. Nobody cares what he has to say. But it's a lot harder to get a natural-born woman to get out there. It's a lot harder for them to attack you because, believe it or not, they still have to be a little more compassionate, a little lighter with women because they know that they could receive a lot more backlash than calling out somebody like myself. I mean... Big, burly, tattoo, Trump supporting, gun toting, you get it. Bible holding, yeah, deplorable like myself. I'm, I'm an easy target. They're just, I oh, look at that fat white supremacist. Ah, who cares what he has to say? But you people, you will, you women will do a much, much better job than I could ever possibly do. F- continuing with a developing story, man, and I hope this ultimately goes somewhere. I don't know if it's going to, but God, I am so hopeful right now. Uh, More evidence services about Hillary Clinton in the Durham probe. Durham, I don't know if he is actually doing his job. To be honest with you, I don't know how he's even still there with Joe Biden in the White House or if it's all preset that nothing's going to happen and they're just trying to appease everybody. Hard to say. Sussman was representing the Clinton campaign in 2016 when he passed along information to an FBI counsel. His lawyers say that the documents raise national security concerns, while prosecutors describe them as perpetuity detailing a covert channel between uh, Russian banks and the business of Donald Trump, Clinton's rival at the time. Sussman was charged with lying to the FBI because he falsely told the counsel he was not providing the allegations to the FBI on behalf of any client, despite presenting the information on behalf of Hillary Clinton's campaign. Um... In the filing in February, Sussman's lawyer moved to dismiss the charge, claiming their client did not make any false statements to the FBI, but even if he had, the false statement alleged in the indictments is immaterial as a matter of law. Allowing this case to go forward would risk criminalization of ordinary conduct, raise First Amendment concerns, dissuade dishonest citizens from coming, oh, excuse me, i got to change pages here, forward with tips, and chill the advocacy of lawyers who interact with the government. 
Uh, Durham see, Durham's team responded by calling his claims absurd and asked the federal court in the District of Columbia to proceed. And far from being immaterial, they went on to say that the defendant's false statements was capable of influencing both the FBI's decision to initiate an investigation and its subsequent conduct of that investigation. Uh, it looks like the judge ruled in favor of Durham, and the report is coming out unredacted and being presented. Uh, they're taking some heat for that, so hopefully we'll get to see that sooner than later. Everything is delayed with the court. I don't know even if we get to see all that, if too much time has passed since 2016. I mean, we're six years into the future here. Um are they going to do anything more than a little slap on the wrist again? Hillary gets away again, as she always seems to. Uh, this lady avoids everything, but that's because it's a two-tiered system, which I think we're all in agreement with, that if any of us did any of the nonsense that Hillary Clinton or any of her uh, gang of misfits have done in the past, we would have been in jail for years now. But because it is who it is and because they are political figures and they have the money and they can delay the courts and certain judges are in certain people's pockets, everything gets slow walked and maybe that's the uh, you know, the name of the game. Slow walk it enough to the point where, well, we really can't do anything about it. But yes, she did do this and then we just all go, oh, bad Hillary and Hillary, nothing happens to her. She gets to continue to go home with her husband and they can plot out their next evil scheme. Who knows? Oh, some good news in Florida. If you're a Floridian, we have passed the uh, Senate with a <laughs> unanimous vote on getting rid of daylight savings time. I myself hate daylight savings time completely. I, I, I think it is absolutely useless. I feel, and uh, it's because I pay attention to sun up and sun down because I'm an early riser and uh, I go to sleep relatively late uh i pay attention to how long the sun's up i've always felt like it does it on its own you know certain times of the year like right now we just jump forward okay it's gonna get dark about 7 30 right now if you're in florida you know exactly what i'm talking about wait a little while about june july the sun's going down at close to nine o'clock at night it does it on its own we don't need to help the time out all you're doing is messing everybody's sleep up and it needs to go. Uh, you know, there's a few states that already do not have daylight savings time. We've been trying for years. Rick Scott was the one that originally signed it in. We've been trying for four or five years to get rid of daylight savings time. Well, it finally passed. It passed the Senate. It's got to go down to the House for a vote now. Hopefully, we can actually get a vote in the House. And if the House votes it, that this may be the last time in Florida that we ever have to change our clocks going forward. We can have a normal 365 days in a year instead of 363 days with 24 hours one day with 23 hours and one day with 25 hours we could just run a straight 24 all the way through would be uh, it would be nice at least for me i'm a floridian so that would be uh good for me oh and lastly i have no idea how to integrate my podcast onto my facebook page I have given up trying. I don't get the answers that I need. The buttons aren't there. I keep getting told, being told to do the same thing, which I'm following the instructions perfectly. It's just not there. So with that being said, hey, I launched my Facebook. I launched my Facebook page yesterday. Uh, or, no, I'm sorry. I launched it on Tuesday afternoon, uh, being that this is Thursday. Or 
today's Wednesday when you're hearing this is Thursday. So Facebook page is up at Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Uh, all, uh, all up there. I'm already posting, putting articles, putting some videos as they go. I'm going to keep uh, posting on there. I'm going to try to be more active on a couple of sites and see how that goes. Uh, I will be posting this weekend when I'm at the Freedom Tour in Fort Lauderdale, watching Trump and everybody else. I'm going to be recording videos and probably dropping a lot of videos between a couple of the uh, sites there as the day continues, as one speaker speaks, and then we go to the next one. So on Saturday, you may see quite a few video posts be coming in from me because of that. Um, should be a good day there. Again, if you're going to be in the area, I shouldn't be hard to find. All right, if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me on Apple. That would uh, be a great help to me. If you'd like to follow me, I am at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N on Twitter. On Gab or Parlor, I'm at The Real Little Joe. On CloudHub, I'm at Little Joe CC. Facebook, I am at Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Uh, YouTube, Little Joe CC for any videos. Rumble, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. And if you'd like to contact me, go to my website, Little Joe's cc.com and go to the contact section leave me a message and i will get back to you all right otherwise tomorrow's friday we're gonna have a good day we'll do it again tomorrow.